0: Speak truth to life, tell your story, tell your song, tell your truth, be authentic, speak truth to life, stop hiding your truth, be true to you, and the world must come and respect Speak truth to life. With your host, Mocha Sister. Welcome back to Speak Truth to Life with your host, Pam Mosby. Today we are talking about inside rental scams. Why am I talking about this? We are still in the pandemic. We are in a period of time when there are more fraudulent activities. People's backs are against the wall as they try to find another place to live because finances change or maybe they lost a job. and Or even like me, I'm, I've sidestepped so many rental scams during my time on the East Coast. So I want to get into a little bit about rental scams. so number one um you have people catfishing within real estate yes catfishing what they do is they take the information they've re- they've seen online on maybe trulia or zillow or some other place <clears throat> and they copy and paste the rental information and they change the person's name and they put their name and they put a fake number for you to call, a fake email address. They they copy all the correct information that they've seen on other platforms, but they may take that to like a Craigslist or some other source. And they may not list all the things, but they want to make sure that you give them money. Two These individuals are gonna ask you for a deposit before you even see the apartment. In some cases, they will ask you to wire money to them. And finally, they may not even wanna meet with you face to face to review the actual property. These are all red flags that you should avoid. Now, if you're in the United States, you could go to rent on uh, to FTC Consumer Information. Um, there's a a a great a section on there under rental listing scams, and they talk about some of the things that I mentioned. They talk about hijack ads where scammers hijack a real rental information, change the email, other contact information, as I mentioned before. Two. Phantom rentals, there's rip off artists who list places that aren't for rent or don't exist. They try to lure you. The end goal is for you to give them money. I came across a phantom rental when I was trying to rent an apartment. Uh, I wanna say like six years ago when my ex-boyfriend and I were moving within New York and we were trying to uh find another place to live, and there was a room rental type of situation. These people were so high class they had an actual office that we went to visit we there was an minist- uh there was a staff member there to take our information. They took the rental information, they took the rental fee, and they provided us with a list of places that weren't even for rent. We found this out after we gave our money. So be careful (laughs) in that case, you won't get that money back unless the authorities have enough people complaining and can get these people shut down. Just saying. Signs of scam. Again, they tell you to wire money. They want you to wire the application fee, first month's rent, whatever it is. They want a security deposit before you met or signed a lease. They uh, they indicate they can't meet with you because they live outside the country. Uh, that's a scam. So be careful and go to Federal Trade Commission consumer information if you are in the United States. Okay. I was curious about other places as well. Uh, looks like rental fraud uh, reported in the UK. Um, UK has some issues as well. I was... Uh, doing some research for this and uh, came across information where it says either in London, this person uh, doesn't want you to view the property. So you have the right to view a property, a bedroom, before you sign a contract, before you pay a holding deposit. So these fake landlords in London they may say, oh, the property is being worked on. The tenant works from home, so it's not available. Oh, there's some some uh, bestest problems or some other. It's a fake property. Number two, if the landlord in these cases over in London, they're asking for you to pay you know, in some kind of shady way, meaning they want you to pay with PayPal, a money transfer, or cash; those are all red flags. And this is over in London. Uh, three subletting. A lot of people set sublet apartments. That means someone else is living on the property, and you are coming in to take over their their lease or something like that. You you know, if you don't sign a contract, then you have no rights. And in that situation, you could be going to sublet a, a, a room or a rental whatever, and you don't even have a right because you never did any paperwork. So be careful. Um, number four, this is what they're seeing over in London. You have um, the perfect property listing online. It looks beautiful, but the landlord can't meet with you because they live overseas. Um, this is crazy. With the advent of technology, you have phones, you have your phones where you can do a Skype, you can do Microsoft team, you could do Zoom, you could do some kind of virtual touring and you can do a virtual meet and greet. So even if they're living overseas, they should have access to some kind of technology to meet with you, to say hi, to meet and greet you and to take you on a virtual tour. But I particularly am not interested in virtual tours at this point. I would go to the property. If they don't have a real address, a real property, you already know you're dealing with somebody fake. And as I mentioned previously, in London, they uh, the the fifth thing that they're seeing is fake agencies. You have people; these people are so sophisticated. They, you know, can rent out someplace, make it look like it's a real company. Put them put the the name of the company up there. Have somebody, an uh, actor, pretend to be. Like the recruiter or the person taking your application, you know, these, they rent out houses and locations through either Airbnb or a friend's house or a friend's office. They have scanned people out of thousands of money. So be careful. Okay. Be careful. (laughs) And this is happening to a lot of people. That's all I'm going to say about that. So In terms of Germany, um, again, they're kind of saying that, you know, people are also being scammed by some of the measures in London and also America with the fake Airbnb situation. Um, The top five things in Germany, this is what they're saying, Um, you know, if you... Are sharing an apartment between you and another person in that type of situation, you might fit, feel like, oh, let me just get this place, pay $400. But you can't trust it because you're, first of all, the pictures that they have in these ads are fake, probably. They may have been stock photos. They may have been photos from a hotel room. You can't trust it if you didn't visit it. And even if you're sharing with someone else, if you get a contract and you haven't signed it, you know, or you can also, what they're seeing in Germany is that people are signing on the dotted line before they've seen the place. And you're thinking that you have a real rental contract and you haven't, you, you could have met with a criminal and signed some fake contract three. They're saying the same thing as in America and as in London. Don't pay a deposit to secure the house. This is happening all over, not just the United States. They, they pressure you to send the money. This is in Germany now, Western Union, MoneyGram, um, or something like that. and Or they may say, hey, you were supposed to send this, but I, I even need even more. And they want money coming out of your bank account. So, also, they can even hack and use your information for something else. That's a whole nother story. Um, and you got to be careful. Sometimes people try to verify the landlord's uh, proof of identity to say who they are. Um, they could send you, say, hey, this is my passport, but it could be a fake passport, it could be fake information. And again, If they're starting to ask you for a bunch of documents such as a wage slip, a work contract, a copy of your passport, it can lead them to using your information for identity fraud and that can get you in trouble. Think about it. Would you be able to send somebody, would you want to send someone all this type of information and you don't even you haven't even met this person yet so this is something that you have to be extremely extremely careful for and also five if they can't prove that they're the owner they probably aren't an owner just think about that so these are the things that come across and the reason why i want to do this short you know thing on real scams is because it's happening all over people are stretched financially and you know, they need a place to live, and these scammers know this, and they're utilizing your hunger and your your rush to get to a place. Be careful. In my situation, I lost $150. That's it. I was lucky. I never signed a contract with a fake person where it took money, but I've seen stories. Uh, in the media where people actually thought they were renting a house and the money went to a criminal. And that criminal took those individuals' personal identity factors, their social security and all these identifying information and stole their identity on top of the money. So just be careful when you're out there. This is your girl, Pam, just trying to keep you informed. I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a wonderful day. Speak Truth to Life is out. Until the next time.